Welcome to Why Gifts Matter from the Core Gift Institute, a series of conversations spanning helping professions, spiritual traditions, and community encouragers who believe that knowing your gifts and giving them is an essential part of living a full life and creating healthy communities. Find out more about us at www.coregift.org. Hello, Bruce Anderson here from the Core Gift Institute. Pleased to bring you this uh, podcast. It's part of a special series we've just started called In My Daily Life, where we interview people who have uh, discovered their core gift and chosen a path based on it. And uh, we talk with them about what it's been like since they made that choice. So today's podcast is with Alex Banfield, who I call the Stone Man. I met Alex quite a few years ago now uh, through an organization called Trek Epic I'm a part of, where we take young people on, uh, on walks in Europe, uh, walk during the day and have reflective activities at night. And uh, Trek Epic is really designed for young people who are at some kind of a fork in the road in their life and aren't quite sure what to do next. And Alex is definitely one of those people. He'd been in a college program for a couple of years, kind of in and out of it, um, it wasn't sitting very well with him. And during the walk, he kept talking about um, working with his hands and how much he loved it. And he's a physical kind of guy. So uh, Andrew Bryan, who's the director of Trek Epic, um, worked with him and got him in a, a, a trade, a craft school in um, the southeastern part of the United States. And, uh, and, and Alex went there and knew immediately it was what he needed to do. Um, he got in the stoneworking part of the school, and and uh, and he has just uh, taken off, just taken off. So I'm really delighted to have a conversation with Alex and find out uh, what his life is like now and what this thing he has is about stones. So let's talk to Alex. Good morning, Alex. It's great to talk to you. I've been uh, seeing your Facebook posts, and every time I see a Facebook post, it's got a it's got some kind of big rock in it or yeah. stone or you're standing on top of it or alongside it so i know that uh you know when we were uh when we were walking when we were on the trek together and you were kind of trying to figure out what you wanted to do next in your life so tell me the story so you got back home and and how'd you get into this stone thing so um i guess my inspiration for it was uh, my ancestors were stonemasons when they first came over to america and wow. I thought that was interesting. And I was going to school for sociology and philosophy, and I didn't really see a career track with that. Um, I, uh, when I thought about, oh, what's my life going to be like after school, I couldn't really figure that out. And I didn't like that. So what I did is I stopped going to one college and I, I applied to ACBA, the American College of the Building Arts, and I got accepted there. And I ended up going down to Charleston after I did some traveling and, and Europe and stuff like that and saw a bunch of stone buildings and decided, yeah, that's, that's something I want to do. I want to maintain these buildings. I want to build new structures out of stone that look amazing. Um, and that's what I decided to do just to simplify my life and make it so I wasn't looking at maybe going to grad school. I could work with my hands and yeah. Have you, have you, have you always been, uh, have you always had a, uh, you always worked with your hands or how, uh, is, that, so is that like a, I had, 
so I went to I went to boarding school and there weren't that many opportunities to work with your hands. Like when I went to camp and when did other things, I I did ceramics and you know I I did build things, but um, I guess I guess um, my inspiration I hadn't really done a lot of building before I got into the college and started going to the college and started doing the internships and things like that. So what did you, so you, you got down there to Charleston and you went and started in this, in this school. And so tell me a little bit about the school. Is it just teach stoneworking or what's the, what, what's no, it? So the school is an amazing place. It's the only school of its kind in, uh, in the United States and almost in the world. Um, it offers a liberal arts degree on top of, it's a liberal arts degree combined with the historic preservation combined with a trade education. So you got, so you, so you, so it's a historic preservation degree and then yeah. you, and then you get into the specific craft of stonemason on top yeah. of that. Yeah. So there, there are like, I think there are five different trades. There's, um, iron or there, I think there's four or five there's iron there's carpentry there's timber framing and and then there's stone masonry and then there's plaster so there's five wow and how long does it take to go through the program so there's an associate degree and then there's a bachelor's degree so two or four years wow 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 so what did you uh so I'm interested. So you go down to this place, you know, you've never been there before. You sign up and you go to your first day, of, first day of, of, uh, of, you know, craft work. What did it feel like to, to like start doing that? It felt great. I mean, we started off with brick. So mm -hmm. I, I was learning how to lay brick. I was learning how to, yeah, maneuver brick. Um, when I first started out, I had a, I had a really great teacher, um, uh professor staley uh, alton staley and he he with he's been a brick mason he's a third generation brick mason um and he he was a great teacher and yeah that was that was my introduction with um just an old school southern brick mason yeah so that's it was, great. It was great that's was great. great wow wow well, i'm fascinated by you saying that your ancestors were stone masons. So is there, is there some part of you that like, uh, I don't know how to say it exactly, Alex, like you're uh, carrying on your family legacy or you're strengthening your family in some I way? Mean, yeah, I think, I think having someone in the stone masonry trade, especially given our history, it, it, uh, I mean, it's not necessary, but it's, I think it's, it's significant. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's definitely significant that I can continue doing cool stuff um, after after my family in Gloucester, Massachusetts was uh, were stonemasons. So so tell me tell me just uh, so people listening can get an idea. So where where have you been and what kind of stone projects have you worked on? Um, so I've done I've done work in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I've done work in California. So, tell, so tell, say the, say the place, and then say like what the what the thing you were working on was. Um, so in Baton Rouge, I was working on a church. Um, it was we were pointing it, so we were doing the mortar, taking the mortar out, putting new mortar in, um, and I was working on a church downtown. I forget the name of the church, um, 
And then in California, I was working on a private project uh, with this Mason, John Aguilar. And um, it, it was an interesting project, a modern, modern stone design. So it was a very modern, a lot of curves and flowing, flowing like pathways and things like uh -huh. that. Was it at like it a was, house? Was it a house or a landscape? Yeah, it was, on, kind it of was a... at a house, but it, it was more landscape architecture. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, I've worked a bunch in Charleston, all around the town, doing different things, installing uh -huh. fireplaces, um, doing pointing, whitewashing, things like that. Um, What's whitewashing? So it, it down here, it's like, you put you put lime on on brick walls and it, and it kind of makes them white uh-huh so mm -hmm. yeah then i, I um, saw a picture of you standing on a bridge somewhere in canada oh yeah so that i did uh i went out for the stone festival um for the dry stone festival in canada in 2016 and uh we built a bridge uh and it was it's an amazing bridge you can look it up it's the perth heritage bridge um and it it's got a beautiful carving of a face on one side um and it's it's all dry stack it's all no mortar and yeah it it took i i'd say about 30 masons like four days three or four days wow. to, to do it so no and no 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 mortar when you say dry stack you mean they built this they faced this bridge with with and no there's no mortar it's just stones really fitting tight together exactly and wow. that's i'm very interested in dry stone i think it looks beautiful um i i think it yeah it's not it's not classical architecture it's it's more it's I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's not necessarily classical what I'm going to school for. We're doing a lot of classical things, um, mm -hmm. but it, it is it is something I'm very interested in and walling and things like that, because the walls look great. Like the the guys that I met at the Stone Festivals, I follow them and all the social medias and they do great work. And it's it's, uh, it's a, I was. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wood man. I, I, you know, I build, build a lot of houses, you know, wood's, yeah. wood's my thing. I can cut it, shape it, fit it. I'm, I'm pretty good with it over the years. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I just have been conscious, like stone is not my thing. I tried to, <laughs> I started building a little, uh, a little uh, shrine uh, for my wife in the, in the woods behind our house. It was just going to be like, you know, three feet wide and four feet high. And, yeah. and I'd heard about dry stacking. So I got all these stones and I started, uh trying to dry stack it with no mortar and and i mean i worked for a couple days and i got it up like two feet high and i went in and ate lunch and i came back and it had fallen over on its side <laughs> oh, well <laughs> and well, i realized I a few books i can suggest to you and yeah i yeah. know you'll be able to get it right yeah i'd love it if i'd love you to teach me something about it but but i got out of it that you know, people are drawn to certain kinds of uh, materials and I'm just really drawn to wood. I mean, there's nothing yeah. better for me than like picking up a picking up a, a bundle of freshly split cedar shingles and working with them, you know. So, I mean, wood's, wood's malleable. Wood's really malleable. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is you can do pretty much anything to wood and it's and it's and wood be can be quick and fast if you're making cuts and doing things. And but at the same time, wood can be slow if you're doing carvings 
So it's very versatile. Um, so what is it? So what's the thing between you about you and Stone? What's the? Um, I mean, I know you got I an think, ancestral I, I tradition. It, it, it lasts forever. Um, you have to be patient. Like you can be patient with Stone. Like I can do something to a Stone and then walk away for like days and then come back and it's exactly the same. I, I think you can do the same with wood, but like I, I like that aspect of it. I like um, it. It teaches you things because it's not forgiving. Stone is unforgiving. Like if you knock something off, it's done. Like that stone, uh, that stone is done. So wow. that's another cool aspect. Uh, but yeah, it lasts forever, and it's it's just it's a solid building material. So I I I'm wondering if you um, I know you're a. a kind of a meditative and reflective guy so is there a can you describe like you know when you're when you're picking it up or when you're touching a stone or when you're working with it is there a certain kind of like feeling state you get into Did you get in I mean, a zone it just, it just feels strong like i feel not i feel strong but like it, it's like a strong connection like yeah i'm working this and i just enjoy doing it and i have fun with it like I haven't tried as much wood, but I don't think I'd like it as much. Honestly, like I like chisels and stuff like that. Like I'm starting to work with saws and things like that. A lot of our work was hand tools um, before this, but um, like, yeah, I like the hand tooling and all that. Um, and I, I don't know, like I just haven't delved into wood that much, but I do, I just, like the permanence of stone yeah yeah i yeah. know i i i get it you when you talk about it your voice kind of changes and you get really solid and you yeah so so um so last night i was uh realizing we were gonna talk this morning and um and i got i got a hold of uh that original core gift statement you made when we were, when we were walking I, on know, track I, i've had it i've had andrew send it to me like a couple times but uh i i uh, yeah yeah so what what i wanted to say is so knowing you know we haven't had uh much contact at all since you got back from when we were walking together and that's been a few years now and yeah. um um so i looked at your core gift statement and i was amazed given what you're doing now and what it said so i want to read you one of the phrases in it that really struck me yeah. you said you were all about it says creating beauty out of chaos within structure <laughs> creating beauty out of chaos within structure if if that's not stonemason i don't know what is <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's great like I, I had a lot of fun on the track and uh the the core gift it it was it's a really interesting process and i I very much enjoyed it. I'd love to become a core gift facilitator at some point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I then and yeah, I don't. I I can definitely see that being stonemason beauty within chaos. I think what I mean I I meant by that was you see the world, and if you really pay attention, there's so many different things going on at once. You have to look at all of that, take it in look at a personal viewpoint and make that into beauty you have to make it into beauty some people 
don't have a positive mindset or aren't able to look at the world, look at what's happening and look at it as beautiful. They look at it as, oh, the world is fucked up or the world is this. But mm-hmm. you have to take in all the bad parts with the good parts and realize that's life. And uh, and yeah. Wow. Wow. Huh. Well, the within structure is like, yeah, it has to have structure, it has to have order. Like as human beings, as 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 individuals, you have to create order within your life. You have to create order within what you look at. It just can't be random. So especially in stone, you take all the influence you've seen, you take the bend of the river or this tree or something like that, and then you base or the house that you're working on, you, you base that environment into a structure that's going to flow. Mm-hmm. You don't just build a structure because it looks cool and then it doesn't fit in, a, in, a, in the context. You have to take the context and really figure out what's going to look good here. Yeah, it, it sounds like, uh, uh, so the, uh, it sounds like you get into this thing that uh, like psychologists call it like a flow state where you yeah. almost, you just sort of get in a zone and things kind of come to you. It's like a really creative state where you see things you wouldn't it's ordinarily funny, see. Like, a lot of my classmates, well, we have a capstone. We have a final project we have to do for the senior year. And I'm working on that right now. I'm building an arch and it's going to have all sorts of different finishes on it to rep- to show what kind of finishes the school can teach and things like that. And then I'm going to leave the keystone blank because I'm not a sculptor. And we're going to have another student who is a sculptor carve a bust into it carve a face into it eventually mm-hmm. or carve something into it um and they're gonna do that in situ just like at a cathedral if you're putting a stone in and then you carve something into it right so so right. we're gonna do that but um, a lot of my classmates like have these designs and they know exactly what they're doing but my my capstone it's kind of been the same but there's been like drastic changes within it like the finishes i came up with that just one day when my teacher was teaching me finishes and i was like you know what let's let's do like symmetrical finishes all the way up the arch so there's 17 stones and two of the stones in uh, like two of the stones will have the same finish and they're going to be opposed they're going to be symmetrically opposed on the arch and it's Mm going to go up like that Mm -hmm. um and then I came up to make it stepped, which means uh, every other stone is bigger than the other stone, than, than the stone before it. So so is it that you get a vision for something and wham, you just do it? Or does it, or does it kind of mysteriously unfold along the way? I mean, you have to have some sort of idea of where you're going. Like I had an idea, I'm going to build an arch. And I started doing that. And I figure if I start my own company, it, a lot of it will have to be pre-packed. I have this idea, work on this idea, and then do it, um, as opposed to letting the project just happen over the course of time. But I think if you're working on a project, especially if it's like somewhere where you're doing multiple years, which I've heard of, like at one site, things come up. You start building something, and you're like, this will look good there with that. I didn't realize this before, but now that's, that's there. We need this here and it'll look great. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't, I don't think there's anybody listening to this that, that 
you know, wouldn't call you the stone man from, 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 <laughs> from now on. You got it. You got it going on, Alex. It's really uh, I'm just the, I'm just the student as my, as my Instagram and my Snapchat. I, I'm just the student. I'm just the student. And I plan to be the student for a long time because this, you could not stop learning in this trade. You, right. you have to continue learning to push yourself to become a great Mason. That's a good, that's a good tie in with gifts. One of the ideas in core gifts is it's something you could work on your whole life. And on your deathbed, you'd say, you know, almost got there. It's worthy yeah. of a life's work. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, one of my bosses called himself a master stonesmith. And I always had a problem with that. That that's the guy I did work with, um, in California. Cause it's like, you can't self-prescribe yourself a master. You have to be you have to, there has to be a consensus among the community. And even then you don't feel like you're a master because there are those who come, have come before you who have achieved greater things than you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the real masters of trades, they know they're great, but at the same time, they're humble. Yeah. They're humbled by the work that's been done before them because it, it really is amazing. Even with modern technology, we can't recreate some of the stuff that's been done in the past, the level of craftsmanship. Yeah. 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 A lot of it feels like it's just getting to be a, a lost art. It's one of the things I loved about hearing you were getting into stonework is it's, you know, it's just all these things are becoming lost trades now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it's no, uh, you don't picture yourself in the future becoming a computer coder or a uh, software. No, I, I have friends who do the coding. I couldn't do that. Like, I'll just, I'll just pay them to code what I need coded. There we go. There we go. You do what you do. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, Alex. So that's great. That's great. I, anything else you want to say about doing stonework? We're, we're getting near right near the end here um i guess um i'll just uh plug myself so you can follow me at students of student of stones on instagram and okay. then um it, the school i go to is the american college of the building arts and i i i would say definitely look into that if you have anybody that's interested in working with their hands as a profession get it is the school to go to has there been one or two people there who do you who you would call out as I mean, I know there's tons of good teachers there. Yeah. Is there, is there one or two that that really were special for you in some way in terms of mentoring? So um, my professor, uh, my former professor Simeon Warren was a uh, was was very good, and we were, we were close. Um, and that's one person. And then uh, I I don't know the last name of my professor now, Joseph, but he's great. Mm -hmm. um and then um last semester i had damon ayer um and that he was very good but okay. all the teachers there are great like they really want you to do well uh christina ray butler is my historic preservation teacher and she does the capstone class and she just is has too much knowledge about historic preservation <laughs> like it's 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 insane it's her life that's what she lives to do right. she wakes up and goes to bed thinking about saving old buildings right yeah 
kind of in the same way stones your life. Yeah, it's, it's just great to see people who are on a path, Alex. You're, yeah. you're definitely on a path, man. And I, I know that like me, you've had, you know, different struggles at different times in your life. And, and just talking to you about stone, your face changes, uh, you know, we're doing this on zoom and it's going to be a podcast. So people can't see your face, but you've had this grin on your face for the last 15 minutes, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to talk to you, Bruce. I've like, it was, uh, it was great going to on the track with you and I'm glad we're reconnecting. Yeah, I am. I am too, Alex. So we're at the, we're at the end here. So yeah. I just, I really appreciate it. So, uh, so, uh, so thanks yeah. thanks so much for the time i appreciate yeah, it yeah definitely definitely all right all right all right see ya. see ya thank you for listening to hear more podcasts explore our gift library or learn about our training opportunities visit us at www.coregift.org